0: tell or not to tell. In this episode, we explore the challenges with who, what, when, and where to tell others about your diagnosis. Hi, I'm Maggie. And I'm
1: Dina. And this is the show where we get real and raw about breast cancer the fear, the love, the changes, the
0: surprising gifts, and the celebrations in it all. At the end of the episode, we will be asking you to share your real and raw insight from this conversation. Are you ready to dive into today's episode? Welcome back to our listeners. And today we have um, somewhat of a Interesting conversation in that I would never have thought about this coming into a breast cancer journey. I don't know about you, Dina, but I think about when you get a diagnosis such as breast cancer, the people that you have to tell and what goes into that. Because it's like who you tell, when you're going to tell them, how you're going to tell them, and or who you're going to decide not to tell. Right. Exactly.
1: During my journey, actually in the beginning of my journey, when I found out and I got the diagnosis, as the listeners have heard me say that I was driving home from work that day, and I just kept saying, how am I going to tell my husband? How am I going to tell my daughters? And because they were going through the process with me, getting all the opinions they knew. They were the only three that knew that I was going for all this testing and everything. But when the final diagnosis came in and I went back home to tell my husband and my two daughters, they knew from the look on my face what it was. I didn't have the specific name at that point. And, you know, it was, it was terrifying, of course. So that fear of telling somebody, was at the forefront. But the one person that was the hardest to tell was my dad. Mm. Because 10 years, no, six years prior, we lost my mom to a cancer that was uh, vaginal cancer. She had uterine cancer and she had MS. And to tell... My dad, who actually lived across the street from me, so I saw my dad every day. So when I did go across the street, I just had this blank look on my face, and he kept saying, what's wrong? What's Mm -hmm. wrong? What's the matter? Because he had no clue I was going for testing. Like, nobody knew. And when I looked in his eyes, and I said, I have breast cancer. I just lost my self in his arms and I'm hysterical and he's holding me and all he says to me in the dad voice that he has says to me you got this you're going to be fine Mm. but in my in my mind Maggie what was going on was you know he lost his wife six years ago you know now his adult daughter is sick you know I was the caregiver. I was the one that took care of him and my mom, and i you know I've spoken a few times about my fear of you know not being loved and judged because you know I have to take care of myself and how how am I going to take care of my dad now like what's he gonna be like
0: mm.
1: and it was difficult it was
0: difficult I imagine in and you're you're so. Close to him, you lived like proximity-wise, so close to him. But also, we're very close to him, and I can't imagine that. It it, what you made me think of is, I think our loved ones so often mirror back what they want us to feel, and/or we mirror to them what we want them to believe in how we're going to and
1: how we yeah how we feel and what we think yeah absolutely.
0: And so you felt such relief telling him because it was such a buildup of, oh my gosh, I have to tell my poor father this. And then you just fell into his arms and let it out. You felt the feels, right?
1: (laughs) Yes. So Maggie, tell our audience, when it came time to telling the ones that you wanted to tell about your diagnosis, Mm -hmm. how did that feel for you?
0: Um, It was, it was, scary and of course I as I'm such an overthinker about everything I overthought how do I want to to approach this and I wanted the people closest to me to know I got this I wanted to feel very strong
1: there's not a right way or wrong way to tell oh. anybody <laughs> <laughs> well we all go through that right I'm, right. I'm, I'm listening to you and that just, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but well, that just was like, we feel as women and as caregivers and always the one that's giving
0: that feeling. Dina, like, is I there just a right guy- or wrong way to do this? Absolutely not. No, and I <laughs> still have head to toe chills that you said that. Yeah, I did too. it applies to so many things <laughs> in my life where I want to get it right. Mm-hmm. Like, What's right? Yeah. Oh, that's a brilliant point. See, I just, I just
1: made Maggie go sideways here for a yeah. minute.
0: <laughs> I'll come back from sideways here. Um, I, well, no, and I love that point, and I think that when I, I, my hardest two to tell were my daughter and my mom, and I'll come back to my daughter, but in telling my mom, I wanted to wait until I, I had all the information, which, as we know, doesn't happen. We don't. We never get all the information. Exactly. So I was, I didn't want her to worry. I wanted to be able to give her that confident, I've got this mom, because 30 years prior, after I had my baby, Mm -hmm. um, I was diagnosed with, well, it wasn't a diagnosis. They didn't know. I was in the hospital for over a month with, in ICU. They didn't think I was going to make it. It was an unknown thing. The doctors could not figure it out. Mm. It's terrifying. And in that full month of being in the hospital and in and out of ICU, my mom was there. Right. Going crazy, trying to navigate this with the doctors. And I saw what it did to her. And obviously it impacted my brother and my dad as well. But it was like I saw what it did to her. And so to come back, and and it was actually a hormone thing. In fact, the doctors wow. told me, if you just have another baby, maybe it'll go away. Oh. And I'm like, I'm not taking that risk <laughs> <laughs> no. because it was hormone-based. And now right. I'm 30 years later coming back to my mom and saying, mm-hmm. I have extra positive, you know, it was triple positive, right. but it was extra positive hormone-based breast cancer.
1: Isn't that, isn't that like ironic in a way where... Thirty years ago, it was hormonal, Uh and some breast cancer diagnoses are all hormonal.
0: Yes, it it, it, is. It's very ironic, and it's it's with her. When I told her, she, I, I think that she did her crying and emotional reaction away from me because she wanted to be strong. And so similar to your dad, she was yes. like, you've got this. I know you've got this. To the point, she actually, weeks later, maybe months later, apologized. And I said, why are you apologizing? she said, well, I don't want you to think I dismissed the severity of this right. because I didn't react. But she said, I wanted to be strong for you. Mm-hmm. So she told me that.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So it was, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's our, our parents. It's so challenging to not we want to protect them like they've always protected us yeah you know unfortunately i didn't have my mom to tell
1: and just
0: a heartbreaker
1: i can get very emotional about it because my mother and i had a a tough relationship but i helped take care of her Mm. when she was ill and not be able to tell her because she always, as I got older and raised the kids and as she was getting older and becoming sicker and sicker, our relationship got very, very close. We mm-hmm. talked about a lot of different Magic. things, things that we didn't talk about when I was younger versus now and all of that. And not to be able to tell her and have that support and that love from, from her was, was difficult. I would talk to her anyway. <laughs> you know, I, I had her, there was a portrait of her on one of my uh, pieces of furniture at home and I would talk to her oh, I love as that. if she was going to answer me and tell her how my day went, whether it was horrible because of the chemo or, you know, a good day, a bad day, whatever it was. I, I always spoke to her.
0: Well, and knowing both of our faith, we know she was there. Yes. She was with you. Yes. Right. So that's wonderful. So Maggie, tell us, let's go back
1: to your daughter.
0: Because you said that you wanted to go back to that. So yeah. explain to us what that's all about. So with Susie, when I was diagnosed, she was 30, 29. And telling her was really hard because I was with her a single mom for 10 years, mm-hmm. and we have got so very close. And yeah. so my first, as you heard me talk about in earlier episodes, my one of my biggest fears was not being there for her. And I did not want her to share that same fear. I didn't want her to start imagining, I'm going to be gone. Right. I'm not going to beat this. So I wanted to be very strong, and as I already mentioned, I wanted her to mirror back that same strength. So I told her... When I was in a position to be that strong, okay, I've got this. And it was interesting because I wasn't going to see her for a full day. And after I found out, I felt like I can't hold this from her, but I'm not going to do it over the phone. Right. So when she came over and I sat down, similar to what you said about your dad, you know, I just, I had this look on my face and she's like, what, mom, Mm -hmm. what? But... When I told her immediate, again, her reaction was the same. We've got this. And she was so strong. I was so impressed and I was (laughs) even inspired, right? To, and I think that creates momentum. Even though I talk about that mirror, right? It's like when we can be strong, that's what people tend to be back to us. Right. Versus, you know, oh my gosh, and all the hard stuff, right? And all the worry. But she did also tell me later that she broke down separate with her friends and roommate because yeah. she just didn't want me to didn't see She didn't want you to
1: see it. Yeah. And I'm sure my, my dad was similar. He would actually call my sister who lived in New Jersey. We lived in New York. He lived in New Jersey. Right across the Jersey. street. Right across the street from each other, right? So he, he would call her to find out how I'm doing. And she would say, Dad just ask Dina how she's doing. So this happened quite often. So I literally had to call my dad, tell him to come over, sat him in my living room. And I said, you have to stop. You have to talk to me. You have to ask me how I'm doing. And that's when he broke down. Oh, right in front of me. And and then ever since then, it was just like, you got this. He would support me. He would ask me, you know, he would buy me things. He would do whatever he wanted to do at that point. I think he needed to release
0: was, his yeah. fear. I was going to say, he. it seems like he finally realized, I have to face these emotions with Dina. Yes. And let them out. And you gave him that release. Yeah. Wow. It was great. He may was, not have thought he wanted it. But he, yeah, he, he needed it. I think yeah. he needed it, too. Yeah. So what about when you think about, you know, obviously we've got our inner circle of family and very close friends that we tell. What about those people outside of our circles? I think about, you know, whether it's in casual friends you see every now and again, or people you see at the, you know, walking through your neighborhood or whatever. Did, was that a challenge for you to figure out? Do I tell them, do I not?
1: I, one of my biggest challenges was at work um, I needed to tell my of course my immediate supervisor because I needed to go for my opinions and I, I needed to figure this all out you know and at first I told her there was just her that needed to know and three co-workers I wanted to tell that were very very close to me everybody else I'm not ready to tell and unfortunately I got pressured Every time I went to work, when are you going to tell everybody? When are you going to tell everybody? Everybody needs to know. By? By my supervisor. Oh. And I, and sometimes when you push me against the wall, I react quite aggressively. Don't put Dina in a corner. <laughs> Don't put Dina in the corner. <laughs> and I just blurted out, I will tell them when I'm good and ready. And Good for you. But the, I, I come to find out later on that the reason why it was pushed, because was she told somebody that she shouldn't have.
0: Oh my goodness!
1: It was another co coworker of mine, and when I was ready to tell the rest of the the my coworkers, I actually put them all in a room. <laughs> I said, "Everybody, come here! I got something to tell you." You know, so I put everybody She's in a room do because this once. I was just going to do it <laughs> once. And the one person that was missing was the one person that knew. Mm. So I told everybody, and they were very supportive. You know, whatever you need, great. But it's things like that that you fear of. Tell how are people going to react to right. me?
0: How are they going to look at you differently? Right. Treat you differently? Just be in your presence differently. Yeah. Like it just changes things. Yeah.
1: So you know, it it took courage. To be able to stand on my own two feet and say, well, first of all, this is my diagnosis. Second (laughs) of all, I'm going to handle it the way I need to handle it. And I will tell when I'm ready. And that's what I want our listeners to know. You're in control. Yes. Don't let anybody pressure you into making a decision whether you want to tell somebody or you don't want to tell somebody.
0: Yes, that's a great point. And and when you think about just... Having those conversations, too, with those closest to you and our work. Like, yeah. I was blessed. I didn't, I worked from home. I had my own business at right. that time, so I wasn't, I never even thought about that, right. co-workers and how I would have handled that in my past job. But having the conversations with my family, with with my husband and, and with my daughter saying that, that these are the people that I want. Mm-hmm. To talk to and right. to tell, and then these are the people and or the situations where I just don't want to go there. All right. So they knew. And you have them. a choice. Yeah. We all have a choice. Exactly. So. so, yeah, I remember when my husband and I would be walking out in the neighborhood and we'd run into neighbors up the street or whatever that we know pretty well, but I just, I wouldn't be in the mood to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he would give me this look like, are you going to tell him? And yeah. I'd be looking at them almost like that. No, 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 not feeling it. But then obviously then they're realizing something's up right. and they want to know. Yeah. So, it, so I think that's another thing for our listeners is to really be intentional to let those that you're with often know what your approach is right. so that they can support you. Because my husband didn't mean that he didn't he just didn't know that I had to be in a certain mood I didn't want to break down at certain time like in the grocery store yeah. I don't want to be talking about it in the aisle <laughs> peanut butter aisle with you know a person I see every so often so often so, yeah. right
1: exactly
0: so so what's your perspective on just in in general when you think about going into that whole concept of letting your your family friends and network know what's your my perspective on it is
1: choose who you want to tell and don't feel bad about not telling other people. You know, it's, it's, you have to be comfortable with yourself. And sometimes we don't have control of how others feel, think, say. So another big, Thing that I, I I like to talk about is that's them. It's on them. It's not on you. So please just be able to sit here with yourself and choose when, who, where you want to you want to talk about this, and not feel guilty about. Am I doing the right thing? Am I doing the wrong thing? Because there is no right or wrong. Exactly.
0: Like you (laughs) called me on earlier. There's no right way to do this, right? Right. It's a very personal thing. And I agree with you 100%. And the only thing I will add is just the piece we talked about with knowing that and trusting that what you put out there in tone and um, mindset and behavior is is what will be mirrored back. Exactly. Very often. Not oh, it's not like a hundred percent rule here, but I just truly believe that if you put out there that you are strong and you've got this, the people will be strong for you more often than not. If you put out there that you are scared to death and you the the worry comes through so much that is also potential and not that you can't with those closest to you i would pick and choose the people exactly i was just going to say that you you beat me to it (laughs) pick and choose the people you want to to have those vulnerable very fearful like i would just break down with my husband with you know, if if I was trying to open the bread and the bread broke. Right. Well, that might be the time I decide I'm going to break down about my breast cancer. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I so. did
1: the same depending on who it, who it was uh, at that moment and what it was, you know, and that's just such a true statement.
0: And, and I will simply add to which I think this, Dina, is, is something I'm so grateful for is that the reaching out. Intentionally to other people that are going through this and building that community around yourself is a big part of this too. Which is how I met you.
1: Exactly
0: the the other part of
1: that. The other which I get excited about is we heal through storytelling, Uh and people at times don't want to let out their story because of fear of what people might say, do, or think. Yeah. Whereas you just mentioned community, that healing community is, is amazing. Yeah. It's just amazing. We don't realize it sometimes.
0: We don't. And I think we've got one brewing maybe. Yes,
1: huh? we do. <laughs> <laughs> so, All yeah. right.
0: Well, thanks for listening. I truly love that we can have these conversations and we always hope that they help you, our listeners.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for joining
0: us. We hope you found value in today's episode. And remember to share your real and raw insights with us by going to healinsideandout.com, where you can also find additional information and resources.